Hello and welcome back to the podcast, but welcome to our very first episode of Sunday Slam. Um, Yes, the title is a little bit aggressive and that is on purpose. Um, Sometimes we're a little bit too pretty and sparkly and I felt like I needed an aggressive name in there. Um, The point of the Sunday Slam sessions are to introduce as many people and get deeper into them beyond what we get to see of people within the pageantry industry on social media. So they are 40 rapid fire questions, which for me is really tricky. I'm a talker. We all know I'm a talker. 40 rapid fire questions. They're going to be different from episode to episode. So there's no, the people that are coming on, they get no prep time. They're they're not getting the questions in advance at all. It's going to be what comes out of your mouth, what first comes to your head. This is going to be a lot of fun. So we have an incredible first episode lined up for you. Are you ready for your Sunday Slam? Yes. (laughs) You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant podcast with your host, Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and Mummy to One Amazing Little Girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a shout on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Here we go. Question one. What is your name? I I forget sometimes, but Adrian Kwan. And where do you live? Sydney. What show are you currently watching? I'm watching two, Deep Space Nine, which is a Star Trek one, and Blacklist. Uh, What's your claim to fame? Probably the pageant project. How often do you play sports? Once or twice a week. Are you usually early or late to things? Early. What quirks do you have? Uh, I can play tennis left-handed and I'm actually right-handed. I can barely play tennis right-handed. <laughs> how, <laughs> how often do you people watch? Every time I'm outside. What's your favourite drink? Uh, do you mean alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Up to you. Uh, I have to say coffee. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you hope never changes? My hairline. (laughs) That's a male problem, although I feel like mine is changing daily at the moment. Um, (laughs) What's what's your dream car? Dream car? Maybe because of all the inter-UK pageant interviews I've been doing, but an Aston Martin. Um, Yes. Um, (laughs) What was that sound? (laughs) Um, We're James Bond fans in this household, so yes, Aston Martin. Um, Where would you rather be from? Oh, 
Well, I guess Australia, because I actually would trace my heritage back to China. So I've always wondered what it would be like to be Caucasian or Australian. Uh, what songs have you completely memorised? <laughs> Pretty much every Celine Dion song that's out there. Excellent. I love Celine Dion and no one else ever seems to know. <laughs> awesome. Kindred spirits, you and I. Uh, what would you rate 10 out of 10? Uh, my coffee making skills. <laughs> I, I felt like there was going to be coffee in there. Uh, mm. what, what job would you be terrible at? Cheerleading. What are you absolutely determined to do? Become a millionaire. What skill would you like to master? Business. What website do you visit most often? Facebook. <laughs> what would your perfect room look like? A very minimal with large windows overlooking the ocean. What movie title best describes your life? <laughs> um, probably and another thing. <laughs> that is, so that's our question 20 to give you a, a, a benchmark. We are now halfway. Uh, what? <laughs> What age do you want to live to? Oh, we'll try and make it into triple digits somewhere. Well, you look after yourself, so I think that's a possibility. Mm. <laughs> what kind of art do you enjoy most? Art? Art. Oh, gee, if I'm being honest, none of it, because I really don't get art. <laughs> that's honest, we like honest. What takes up much of your time? Social media or the pageant project. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, what do you wish you knew more about? How to delegate. Mm. What's the best way to start the day? Uh, morning walk and a cup of coffee, obviously. <laughs> what do you wish you knew more about? Probably art. <laughs> How different was your life one year ago? A lot. <laughs> um, I mean, I had started the pageant project, but it was very different back then, so a lot. Uh, what's the best single day on the calendar? Uh, you mean the best one day on my calendar or the best day for singles on my calendar? <laughs> <laughs> the best one day on your calendar. Okay. Uh, uh, you can't go past Christmas Day, I think. Mm, that would definitely be mine. Um, mm. What are some things you've had to unlearn? Perfectionism. Still doing that, by the way. That's, that's a constant process, learning, unlearning that one. Yep. Struggle yep. drill. Uh, yep. What's your favourite genre of book? Uh, Self-development, personal development. What's the furthest you've ever been from home? Uh, well, I've probably, I mean, geographically, maybe America, because that's kind of on the other side of the world. I've been to the UK too, so whichever one is further away from home. Uh, what TV channel doesn't exist but really should? Oh, God. 
Uh, I'm one of those people who watches funny videos of people hurting themselves. So that <laughs> has to be a, a 24 hour channel for me. <laughs> There's a German word for that. Or is it, Schna- oh, I can't say it, Schnaudenfreude. Schnaudenfreude. Yeah, no, 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 not, not that really deep psychological stuff. I just mean like people getting hit by stupid things. <laughs> um. I've now lost my place. That's really good. There we go. Where are we at? Um, where is the most interesting place you've been? <laughs> uh, well, could answer that multiple ways and some ways would insult people, but um, I'll go with Milwaukee in Wisconsin because when I was there, it was so cold. I was able to throw boiling water in the air and it came down as snow. That was pretty interesting. Oh, I could not handle that. Um, what fad or trend do you hope comes back? Oh, what, what do you, um, you know, back in the 70s, what was it, the, the leggings that the, the people used to work out with those fuzzy socks? I hope those come back. Oh, Lord, leg warm. I love leg warm. I still yeah, wear my I, leg warmers. I, I want to get the aerobic, you know, the aerobic. I don't know if it was 70s or 80s. I can't remember. It was a long time ago, but aerobic, that phase, yeah. Those ones. Oh, yeah, no, I still love my leg warmers. Uh, what city <laughs> would you most like to live in? Oh, Gee, it's going to be a toss-up between I wouldn't mind London in the summer or Italy, somewhere around there. When was the last time you climbed a tree? Uh, well, I would have climbed one yesterday, but they just pulled my favourite tree down. So oh. not as long ago as it should have been, let's put it that way. <laughs> what do you consider to be your best find? Oh, probably my purpose in life. What is special about the place you grew up? Everyone wants to live here. Um, What's worth spending more on to get the best? People. And last question, what age do you wish you could permanently be? (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Anything starting with a two. I hate in my 20s. Well, I hate when some good stuff happened in my 20s, but only from like 27 onwards, the first seven years were pretty atrocious. Yeah, I, I am not. I'm not fast. I, I mean, I'm not talking about being two, let's be clear, yeah. and not, two, not 200, but I'd, I'd settle for anywhere in my 20s. I, I hated my teens because that was in school. I did not enjoy oh. high school particularly. No. But oh, um, no. something starting with a two would be good. <laughs> you've got an entrepreneurial spirit as well and I feel like school and entrepreneurial people doesn't go so well you look back on the people that got on really well at school and they tend to be employed and, and doing doing well but they tend to the school the people that were good at school were more likely to be the employed people um, well that's or the one of the weird facts about me is I actually did really well at school So here in Australia, we have the HSC, which is a higher school certificate. Mm. And the mark that you get, so it's a very final exam you take, and the mark you get is basically out of 100, and it's a percentage. So if you get 50, that means you're better than 50% or smarter than 50% of the people. Do you want to guess what I got? 73. (laughs) (laughs) I'm insulted. I got 99.55. Wow. So I know how to be book smart, but yeah. the more fascinating thing for me is how little of that I've used 
yeah. and how little how little respect I have for that. Because in the real world, I found that means almost nothing. So that's a little known factoid about myself. Mm. I always find my extracurriculars have been the things that have really made a difference. But quite yeah. often, you're they if you're not doing well in your classes they stop you from doing extracurriculars or if you're not enjoy, good in your classes and you don't enjoy the school environment it puts you off trying extracurriculars which is yeah. really sort of annoying but I'm glad I did yeah, yeah they my first proper job was based off um being a member of the charities commission and the event organizer oh, wow. I've done through that um nothing to do with my grades um, which were fairly yeah. good actually from my, for my school I, my grades were pretty bad compared to the rest of my school Right. I didn't really consider how high um, standard my school was. I had the I, same thing. So in my school, 99.55 got, only got me 23rd. So I was only 23rd in my year despite getting 99.55. If I'd been at pretty much any other school, I would have come first or second easily. But again, like I don't, I don't look back on that number or that score or those times with any degree of fondness or, oh, my God, I'm the best. It's just like, yeah, it's a number. It means absolutely nothing to me. So if someone's doing really well at school, great. If someone is sucking at school, I'm like, doesn't actually mean as much as you might think. But I do think it's important to learn to persist. So even if you don't like it, don't jump ship because it's not always, life is not always enjoyable. So sometimes you just got to tough out the tough parts to get to the good parts. Yeah. I'm a big questioner. So I like to know why I'm doing something. And no one really sat down and said, well, you need to do this at school because to be able to do this, to be able to do this. And then be like, well, I don't want to do that. So work it backwards. What route do I actually want to take? Like, yeah. If I'd had a bit more of a reason to do something, I find I can do things. But um, Yeah, but let's let's be fair. I mean, the reason they can't answer that question is for most of it, there is no answer. I mean, why, why do you have to learn calculus? Like there's no, yeah. I've, used this, I've never used calculus. I when used, did you use trig? Um, I used trigonometry um, once. My first bed and breakfast, because I had bed and breakfasts. Um, That's right. Oh, in my early 20s. And the first one, and the rooms were very small, and I wanted mm. them to be practical and pretty. I always say practical first. And I had to work out how to build in the furniture so that it was mm. really simple and effective, easy to clean, easy to use, but also still looked nice. Um, and mm. I actually ended up using trigonometry to build in said furniture and um, i've never used it since but i did use it once yeah i don't know if that return on investment was smart because that for me that would have been six years of hard work to put in a piece of furniture I, i'd rather have probably just paid someone to do yeah, it for so. me it was i liked maths i liked my maths teacher my gcse maths teacher i felt like he actually believed i was capable of doing the work which really helped whereas some of my teachers i felt like they just yeah i couldn't be bothered um yeah. so that was quite nice but thank you so much for being the first person on the sunday slam that was awesome i only lost my place once um <laughs> we were rapid fire i so wanted to dig deep into some of the answers but that's not the point of this series <laughs> I, I tell you if you if you ask me those 40 questions again there wouldn't be many answers probably that are the same so i can't remember what i said so <laughs> i hope you got it because i i can't remember what i said You'll be, you'll be able to listen back to it all surprised. I remember I put coffee in three of the answers. That's all I remember. I feel like coffee deserves to be in at least a few of the answers for everyone's questions. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought you were either going to say coffee or kombucha. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, I do like kombucha, but I have a coffee in front of me now, so it's, yeah, it's in my head. 
literally planted. I am going to ask one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find you on social media? Oh, everywhere. I'm like a disease. Um, the pageant project. So that's the ha- handle on Facebook. That's a handle on Instagram. It's a handle on TikTok now. Um, and also the pageantproject.com. Awesome. You now is one I want to have a look at, but um, it's live streaming and I'm just not feeling being on camera as much at the moment. Um, I've heard of that one. I don't know if we have that here in Australia. Someone from the UK mentioned it. Um, I'm it's still doing one of your interviews that I got it, isn't it? <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, I'm still learning TikTok. And I think TikTok has legs. I, I think a lot of things don't, but I think TikTok will survive. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's another thing to sink my time into. Yeah, there's always so many to try and things. I'm off to, there's an event that I think you would love um, in the UK called the Youpreneurs Summit that happens towards the beginning of November each year. And wow. my chap called Chris Ducker, and he's all about personal branding. And yeah. say that you, it's the youpreneur, as in you are the entrepreneur. Um, mm. and loads of different businesses. Like you meet the most weird and wonderful businesses, and you're like, I didn't know that that was needed in the world, but it so is, and just fantastic. Yeah. Um, and lots of a great energy. It's one of those conferences that just fills you up. But the majority of us all use social media and different platforms. The majority of mm. us that go either have a YouTube channel or a podcast, and so it's really nice to get see how everyone else is finding the different platforms and see what different social medias everyone has found. But people do come over from Australia for it. And it's a wow. two or three days, depending on which, whether you sign up for the mastermind at the end. Um, but just wow. absolutely, absolutely brilliant. If you ever fancy traveling for a conference, I'd highly recommend that one. Um, well, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to travel for the pageant in, in March. So, Well, you've got yeah. somewhere to stay in London. Um, I'm not well, you told me when I started talking about spiders that I didn't have somewhere to stay. Well, as long as you don't bring any spiders with you, you were like, I'm, a tra- I play, I, I'm going to bring plastic spiders. I'm sure you said something about bringing plastic spiders for Maria. No, not, not plastic. They're not going to be plastic. Rubber, whatever, and nothing like that is coming in here. <laughs> well, I might as well just bring real ones then. It was just like, no, we've got those plug-in like things that send out pulses that scare spiders off. I spray peppermint spray everywhere because that's meant to get rid of them. I've got piles of conkers around the house at the moment because that's meant to get rid of spiders and we're in conker season. And my kids I, love conkers. So I would just... actually love to see if your little neat tricks would have any effect on Australian spiders um, because I get the feeling they're going to be like, yeah, that's cute. I'm still coming in anyway. Still coming in now. I can, I literally, I... We've got family in Australia, well, extended family. Felicity's godparents, um, two of mm. them live in Australia. One of them lives in oh, New wow. Zealand. Um, yeah. My stepsister and her now husband have just moved back from Australia. They were living in Australia. So I kept right. being invited to go um, free accommodation at the other end. And I was like, you, you wouldn't get me on a plane knowing it was going to end up in Australia. You just, you <laughs> I'm that. It's I'm not that bad the problem that you guys have coming over from the uk is you don't have any survival skills so you come on over here and you lift up all the rocks of course there's spiders and oh no stuff see on. i wouldn't touch the rock i wouldn't touch the rocks i wouldn't go in i i just i i don't think i'd even be able to leave a hotel well i said i you, i would need some therapy <laughs> and hypnosis okay. to get me on the plane i'm i'm really Look, bad it's I'm not that bad okay i i haven't been almost killed since yesterday so <laughs> it's not that bad okay <laughs> 
that's pretty good. 24 hours of that almost being killed by something. Yeah, it's not bad. So. No, like the other things like snakes and stuff don't kind of worry me. They're big enough and they don't move quite as fast. The spiders are unpredictable. You can't see their faces. They're unpredictable. You don't know where they're going. And I have been absolutely terrified for as long as like they, I feel physically sick. I jumped up on the bench in the gym the other day because one had got in there and screamed in front of a load of old women. Um, that would have uh, impressed everyone in the gym. <laughs> no, no, it did not go, did not go well. But it's, it's funny though because if if we were in a really tall building and I was struggling with ha- being up high, everyone mm. would would run round you and look after you and be like, it's okay, and try. Whereas when it's a spider thing, people take the pee out of you, take the Mickey out of you. Um, I was going to say, I would be, imagine that most people would have brought out their phones and started filming you. Yeah, which is that's I, what I would have done. I was literally like, I, my eyes were streaming with tears. Like I was violently shaking. I'm really, like, I'm really bad. I'm not just like prancing around screaming like a little girl. And I'm, I literally look like someone has ripped my newly born child out of my arms. Like I'm really, really bad. And people don't get it. And people still take the mickey at me while I'm going through what looks, like, it must look traumatic for someone watching me deal with it. But Well, with my sense of humor, that would actually look funny, but. Have you heard my spider stories? I, I tend to uh, either turn off or zone out when people talk about spiders too, because like, my skin will crawl for the rest of today. Now it is quarter to seven in the morning when we're recording. Have you heard um, of the funnel web spider? No, I don't think I want to. Okay, so this is that's the one of the most poisonous ones that we have here, and it's a big black one. And the interesting fact about that one is it can bite through. It can bite you through a boot. It can bite right through the boot and still get you. Uh, yuck, 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 yuck. Oh, You're no. welcome. Oh, I had a leaf drop down my welly boot yesterday while we were doing the garden and I had to take my boot off and throw it around the garden to make sure it came out. And <laughs> Oh, I was dealing. I was determined though. There were some cobwebs outside. My daughter's got a little Wendy house she really wanted to play in and I wouldn't mm. go in it. What I d- would do, because she was like, can you check for Mr. Skinny Legs, mummy? Can you check for the spiders? And she sometimes likes them, sometimes doesn't. We've got yeah. a leaf blower. Yeah. So I blew the leaf blower into the Wendy house to try and scare them away. I'd hit the roof of the Wendy house first with the grape. <laughs> and then I blew the leaf blower into the Wendy house, which was great. Like it cleared up lots of stuff. But mm. as I did it, a splatter of mud came out of the bottom of the leaf blower and sprayed it all across her beautiful baby blue kitchen. <sighs> See, that wow. serves you right for chilling, trying to kill a, a poor defenseless a defenseless yeah. spider with a leaf blower. leaf blower. I just wanted to encourage them to leave if they were in there. Um, it's like encouraging them? you to move cities by sending a tornado your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really not really bad. encouragement. I sprayed the peppermint spray around the garden. We've got a balcony that's black metal and the spider web shot. What's a really peppermint badly. spray going to do? Is that something that's supposed to scare away spiders? Apparently they really don't like peppermint. So it's um, uh, oh, that half, wouldn't work half, here. half white wine vinegar and then peppermint drops it. Yeah, um, yeah don't try that here. It definitely reduces um, the amount of cobwebs on my banisters. Um, and I see well, less spiders. I can tell you that wouldn't work here. When I was living up on the oh, Gold Coast, wow. which is near Brisbane, um, I had this spider come into my place that I was scared of because I'd never seen it before. It was very aggressive and it moved very quickly. Like if you were running, it's still probably better to catch up to you. Oh. So I got my I got my bug spray, no peppermint spray, like chemicals, sprayed it, and I sprayed it so much that it was coated in white foam 
and it kept going. It didn't even slow it down. I, oh. I then closed the door and left it there for about an hour, opened the door, and it was still running around. I emptied like the whole, almost half a can of bug spray on this one spider, and then eventually it sort of keeled over and died. But I've never seen anything like that. That was probably terrifying. We've, we've had a lot of false widows about this season in our area. We've had right. warnings about them. There was one that was fairly big. We were both away August bank holiday weekend. So September for us is what we call spider season. They all come out to mate in September. It's still nice-ish weather. And and then October, you get them coming indoors more to get away Mm. from the cold weather. And then November, most of them are dead and gone. Um, But the... We came... We'd both been away August bank holiday weekend separately. And I came back a day early and was like, right, I'm going to get all the laundry done. I'm going to make sure the hot house is nice and sparkly for, for the others coming home. Um, and there was this massive one sat outside the laundry room door, and I had to drop from a height the laundry basket on it. I then <laughs> stood in the laundry basket and jumped up and down just to be on the safe side. And, and then I picked up the laundry basket, threw the laundry basket away separately just so I could check that it had squished it properly underneath. And then I had to get the hoover and hoover it up. Why don't you just use a broom or something or a shoe? Or, or, why are you dropping laundry baskets? It was in my, in the laundry basket was in my hand because I was going to the laundry room. Um, but also it meant that it had a big surface area, so I didn't have to aim too much and it was less likely to miss. And then also no, I you, had the benefit of standing in the laundry basket and jumping up and down as well. If you did that to an Australian spider, you'd just piss it off and then when you were jumping up and down in the basket, it would come out from underneath the basket and jump on your leg. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's <laughs> wonderful, but I'm not coming anytime soon. My partner wants us to go for three weeks. I was like, no, not happening. probably only see one spider a day at most. It that's, wouldn't be that bad. That's, that's too many. That's too many. I literally, I will itch all day now. You know, the worst, the worst part is the spiders and the snakes aren't the things you really have to be scared of. It's what's in the oceans that are, are worse. Oh, yeah, I'm scared of the sea as well. Um, I'm a swimming pool person. I'm not. I'm not out. But I grew up in the countryside, in the English countryside. Um, mm. so I grew up with the mice and the rats and the spiders and climbing in that hay bales oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, um, but it's. I just know. I'm. I think about my heart. I'm a city dweller with yeah. paving slabs. Our garden is. Our garden is astroturfed. The grass bit. Um, we've got lots of. Oh, yeah. We've got. We've got bushes and trees and plants and stuff. But the sun doesn't actually get to the lawn. So we've actually right. it, and that's that's my happy place. Paving slabs is where I'm. Happy. Yeah, um, I like uh, I like I like astroturf. It's nice, you know. You're not going to step on any weird things in the grass. So that was the very first episode of the Sunday Slam sessions. I hope you enjoyed it. But if you would like to be considered to be interviewed for the Sunday Slam sessions, then please put me an email at jessicaabarkley at icloud.com. Uh, just give me a little bit about yourself, so your name, uh, where you're from, just so I can get a bit of an idea for time zones. Uh, this isn't just open to the UK ladies, as you see. First episode was speaking to Australia. Um, this is open to anyone that's involved with the pageantry industry, so contestant, title holder, director, experts in all the different areas, so coaches, things like that as well, are welcome to come on Sunday Slam. Uh, maybe you're a pageant mama or a pageant papa and you would like to be interviewed for the Sunday Slam. I certainly have a couple of pageant mamas I really want to get on here. Um, but I know they're both particularly busy at the moment, so I will get round to them as soon as I can. 
So pop me an email. I will get back to you as soon as possible, which might not be instant. Uh, you will see there's a little line at the bottom of my email that says my bill is in first, and I only check my emails for 30 minutes every day to allow daughter so don't expect a fast response but a slow response is still a response i will get back to you as soon as i can and i hope you've enjoyed this episode and make sure you hit subscribe and if you're an itunes listener go and whack a review on there and a rating because it really does mean so much to me it helps me spread the word of the podcast uh, it helps me reach out to more guests as well for uh, interviews be it for sunday slam or other areas Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spent some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.